0: Soma or Lent starts on Monday and this is the gospel that we read to prepare for that so this is the first sort of Sunday the first week of that of that season Soma is preparing us for Easter so we're preparing ourselves how are we preparing ourselves we're following Jesus into the desert the way he went into the desert to fast and he fasted for 40 days and Lent if you count up all the days that we're fasting is 40 days as well So we're going with Jesus, we're following Jesus. What's interesting in this gospel is this happens to Jesus, he's led into the wilderness and he fasts there. He doesn't have to fast, he doesn't have to give anything up, he's perfectly holy. In fact this happened right after he was baptized and right after the Father announced this is my beloved son. And even though Jesus is the beloved son of God, there's nobody more perfect than he is, He still fasts. That means, no matter how good you are, you're not better than Jesus, and you have to do what he does. And in fact, something else happens to Jesus after he fasts for 40 days, he's tempted by the devil. And no matter how close you are to God, the devil is still going to tempt you. You're never going to be holier than Jesus, and the devil tempted even him, but Jesus, he dealt with that temptation in such an interesting way to teach us how we can deal with our temptations. So I'm going, to teach, I'm going to talk about each of these three temptations and how we can deal with our own. The first temptation is about bread. He's hungry. His body wants something. And sometimes when we're hungry, when we want something, when we're desiring something, the devil can get in our head and make us want that thing so much that we're even willing to commit a sin to get it. It might be something that somebody else has. It might be something that we're not supposed to get right now. And sometimes we would want it so bad we're going to do something wrong just to get, like, the sort of satisfaction of what our body is telling us that it wants. How does Jesus deal with this temptation? Well, there's two ways we can think about it. On the one hand, sometimes we know that we're not supposed to have something. We know that it's wrong, and we can think of it as, I have to not have that. We can kind of think of it in a negative way. And that's correct. Sometimes it's just not for us. And sometimes we just have to be sort of tough with ourselves, and that's it. I'm not going to get it, and that's it, period. But the way Jesus thinks about it is a little bit more kind of uh, maybe wider. He thinks about it in a different perspective. He says, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The way Jesus thinks is it's not about me not getting this thing which is in this case is bread he doesn't think because that kind of makes us focus on the thing that we want Jesus' focus is kind of to widen it not to focus so much on this you know, sort of bad thing but to think about other things every word that comes from the mouth of God so maybe we're not supposed to have this right now but there's so much other beautiful things that I can have there's so many, maybe I can't eat this food, but there's all kinds of other foods that I can have. Maybe I'm not even, maybe I can't even eat right now, but I can enjoy the weather and I can enjoy the sun. Maybe there are certain things that I'm gonna I have to wait to experience in my life until later. But there's other beautiful things that I can enjoy right now. Every word that comes from the mouth of God, from the whole creation. So maybe that's a healthier way, instead of focusing on the thing that you want but you can't have, forget about it and think about the other things that you're allowed to have right now. Does that make sense? So that's one way to deal with that temptation. The second kind of temptation, the devil takes him and puts him on top of the temple. And he says, oh, throw yourself down, the angels will catch you. What's that temptation? The temptation is to think that just because we're religious, we get to do whatever we want. And I don't have to be careful, I don't have to be smart. I don't have to think about things and be wise and balance them and learn from people who are smarter than I am. I don't have to worry about any of that. As long as I'm praying and as long as I'm religious, I can just do whatever and God is gonna take care of me. No. We're supposed to pray and we're supposed to be close to God and we're supposed to be within the temple, but we're also supposed to be smart in our lives and not just kind of cross our fingers and just say a novena or say a prayer and then just do whatever. No, we have to be smart, we have to think. And the way to get down from the top of the temple is to walk not to jump. And the way to get to a certain place in our life is to take one step at a time and to know what the wise step is and to learn from our mistakes and to ask the advice of people who are smarter than we are. Because if we're just saying I'm gonna be religious and I'll do whatever and God's gonna protect me, well how does Jesus answer that? You shall not tempt the Lord your God. It's not his job to fix your mistakes. You have to figure things out. You have to be smart about things. And then the third temptation, maybe it's not gonna be tempting for you, but it's gonna be tempting when you get older and it's tempting for your parents and your grandparents. He took him to a very high mountain and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And maybe you don't want political power yet, and maybe you don't care much about glory, but the temptation will be there to sell out to commit even the smallest sin and if you do that to gain all the political power in the world and all the glory and money in the world all of it and even if you think I'm going to do so many good things if you sinned in order to get there that means you worshipped Satan and that temptation is so strong and so powerful and Jesus says, be gone, get out of here, Satan, because you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. And so all the kingdoms of the world, Jesus takes all the political power in the world and imagine all the good he could have done. That's worth nothing to him, if he he has to stop worshiping God for even one second. And so in our hearts, again, we're not holier than Jesus. The devil tempted him, and he's going to tempt us in all these ways. And so as we begin Lent, we're going to follow him into the desert, and we're going to fast, and we're going to pray, and we're going to do good, and we're going to give alms to people. These, these are the things that we, we Catholics do during Lent. And as we're there, we pray that when we get to Easter, can make us pure and strengthen us against these temptations, so that by the time we get to Easter, we can truly share in his glory.